Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Educating Josh, where the three of us, Lucy Bella Earl, James O'Neill, and I, Luke Cupforth, bring together three of the most divisive stories of the week. Our wonderful Josh Winslade will have 20 seconds to respond with his gut feeling on the story with absolutely no research, after which we will have an attempt at Educating Josh. Guys, welcome back to the podcast. Hello. Hello. Hi. You feeling angry today? Particularly no, I'm qu- I'm angry. I'm quite happy, actually. We were quite angry Aww. last week and I listened back to it. It was very shouty. It was very. Was, was it good, though? It was very good conversation i don't listen to the episodes back because i don't want to change i don't want to force producers to cut stuff out (laughs) i want to change my opinion i just don't want to not like how i sound and edit that's very fair enough well done i want to come across as honest well it was it was it was exciting but it was quite angry so let's have a nice week this week james your story was first last week could you please tell us how your polls performed it was indeed my question was do schools put too much pressure on students to succeed in exams and 88% of people said yes (laughs) easy peasy easy peasy fantastic and what did you get on twitter T said on Twitter, Going through school, I felt like getting good grades and attending university was my only option. Students should learn about the other options they have. Like making an incredible podcast. Lucy, how was your story last week? So I asked whether vaccinations should be made compulsory and... I mean, we certainly didn't agree with each other, but 74% of people agreed with me. Well done, Lucy. You educated the audience. myself on the back. (laughs) Um, Paige on Twitter said, yes, as you guys... Sorry. (laughs) Aggressive. She's very happy with herself, guys. Let's let's allow her this. I'm so smug right now. Uh, Paige on Twitter said, yes, as you guys said, herd immunity only works if everyone gets the vaccines. The problem is that if not, those who physically cannot get vaccinated, for instance, those with a compromised immune system, can then contract the disease and won't have the immune system to fight it. Wow. I actually heard a really good suggestion for this, which I'd actually happily concede on. Go on then. And someone suggested the idea that it is opt-in as a general rule. You can pull yourself out if you want to, but you have to go to the doctors. You have to go to the doctors and explain why. Any reason's okay, you can do that, but they have the opportunity to educate you properly about the vaccinations and that they don't actually harm you. And I could kind of concede on that one. I think it's a great idea. Like a conscientious objector, basically. Yeah, yeah, cool. Well, last week I had the last story and I asked, should top universities have diversity quotas? Now, we were incredibly... This one got very shouty, didn't (laughs) it? Yeah, this was was a very shouty one. And Twitter's been very shouty too, with 48% yes, 45% no. Oh my gosh. However, and Josh said on Twitter, the real issue is there are barriers to 
pre-uni training and education to people from non-white, middle-class backgrounds. If you fix the problem lower down, then there will be a diverse range of candidates with the best grades anyway. Now, that was from Josh on Twitter. Josh, was this, that you? Josh, <laughs> that, that was, was your not, opinion. Not fair. That was not me at all, but Joshes Josh. do stand for other Joshes. <laughs> <laughs> apparently. Yeah. Josh. Do you stand for every Josh now that you're on Educating Josh? I stand... Well, no, there might be some quite pro- problematic Joshes out there, so I don't want to commit to that <laughs> statement before, <laughs> before making it. All right, Jane, so for the third week in a row, could you please start us off with your story? Josh, my story comes from The Guardian this week, and the headline Ooh, is... Ooh, fancy newspaper. Fancy. fancy! We have The Guardian every week, Josh, when you have found. <laughs> Ooh, fancy It's either The Guardian or The Independent, one or the other. KSI versus Logan Paul. Oh, God. W- was the YouTuber's fight more than just the hype? I love that The Guardian... Garbi- Guardian? Guardian! Is garbage. I just love that they use the word hype. I can imagine them looking it up in the dictionary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love, down with the kids. I love the little message the Guardian has at the end of their articles. Please pay. For please us. support us. Please, please. Pay. please pay. We should put that at the end of the podcast. Please, please, should. Pay. please support pay. the Guardian. No, I mean for us, Josh. We've got anyway, to make some money. Stop being, <laughs> do the podcast. Stop being silly. Jesus Christ. No, Josh is fine. You don't have to call me Jesus. <laughs> the three things you need to know, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Here are the three. <laughs> After months of online feuding, KSI and Logan Paul met at the Manchester Arena to settle the score with a boxing match. When the official pay-per-view figures were combined with pirated Twitch streams, it's estimated that around 2 million people watched the pair's punch-up online. The match, which ended in a draw, has drawn criticisms from those in professional fighting circles. Former UFC middleweight champion Michael Bisping said, I find it almost insulting to everybody who has dedicated their life to being a fighter. The two, known for their shameless materialism and sexism, according to The Verge, reportedly took home millions from the fight and have already lined up a 2019 rematch. My question for you, Josh, is, is KSI a positive role model for young men? 20 seconds, Jesus. Go. Ooh. (laughs) Um, I mean, I think there are... No. I don't think he is a positive role model. I mean, I don't think he's awful, but if you look at it... Like, just technically, no, I don't think he does anything for... I mean, I could be wrong. He might do a lot. Uh, I'm giving a knee-jerk reaction here. But no, I don't think he is a positive role model. Now, this is the interesting thing, because I agree with you to a certain extent, because essentially what message he's giving here is whether all this drama and stuff is, is fake or not, which we don't know, he has denied to the verge that it is fake. But whether it's fake or not, the message he's sending to young boys or young people or just people in general is if you have a problem with someone the solution is beat them up and make diss tracks about them on the internet not to have what punch, i would do like them a, and insult them yeah basically. a nice little discourse about <laughs> sit down for a cup of tea and work yeah. out your problems <laughs> but why, why did you start your youtube channel because i fancied a girl who fancied a youtuber <laughs> <laughs> That is adorable. And, and, <laughs> Thank and, you. And when, when you did, what yeah. happened? Like, did people at school kind of... <laughs> she didn't fancy me. <laughs> no, but I mean, how did oh, people... Oh, the sc- lesson of reality. Until you actually got a following that was big enough to justify what you were doing, how did the people at school treat you? Oh, I was bullied <laughs> to hell for it, yeah. yeah. Um, other people from my school made videos... Uh, taking the piss out of me and Making I had this, this whole little anti-Luke fandom at the school it was great that's brilliant um, but my other question for you really Josh here is is the question says is he a positive role model for young men do you think he has a responsibility to be a positive role well, model y- yeah you kind of know my opinions on things like this like I, I don't think he does but that doesn't make him 
a positive role model. Sure. And I think there's a difference between him having a responsibility to be a positive role mo- model. I don't think he is. I don't think people watch him for that reason. They don't watch him to be educated. They don't watch him to to, to learn about ethics and morals, sure. really, do they? They watch him to to appease that part of the brain that just needs numb, non-intelligent uh, content. Because sure. this like, is the thing that made me sad, was I'm, I'm not somebody who's... I, although sometimes I'm a bit of a totalitarian on this podcast, and I go, I just want to stop things. And my, well, I'm right about stuff. I would not stop this happening. They have every right to do a boxing match if they yeah. want to. But what made me sad was the fact that the BBC were covering it because the That's, BBC yeah. don't have to go for clicks. That's ridiculous. And I think that makes me really, really sad. Um, I, I think in general, the stuff we're reporting on at the moment is is quite Garbage. sad. We are looking for clicks. We are looking Garbage. for... Garbage. Like everything... And I'm not saying anything because I do not want to poke the BTS fandom. <laughs> but the amount Please of, do. I will for you. The amount <laughs> of outlets and agencies and, and, and people that are now jumping on this BTS bandwagon because they're re- actually realising, oh, we get loads of shares, we get loads mm-hmm. of views, and mm-hmm. we even mention them. Uh, but no, going back to the question... I don't think he has a responsibility, but I don't think you go to his channel looking for a positive role model. I think people look for... I mean, this would be interesting if you were talking like people like um, Jackmate and uh, Keemstar and people like that. Like, are they positive role models? Because they are literally putting sometimes quite a bad opinion to people that are quite influenced. So I'd say they are a negative role model and they're pretending to be a positive role model or acting like they are one. Well, are they just calling out crap as well? Are they drawing people's attention to bad behaviour? Sometimes they state things as fact that aren't necessarily fact. But exactly. So I think what, they're giving a good other side to I, it. I do. I, I agree as well. And I think what they do is, 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 is okay. But they are putting themselves in a position where they are asking themselves to be judged for it. Mm. Because they're, they're going, here's my opinion on this. This is what I think. It's like what I do. I, if someone turned around to me and said, you're a really bad role model because of your opinion on this, I wouldn't have the right to be angry about that. Whereas I don't think KSI pretends to be a positive role model. I don't think he pretends to be, you know, more intelligent or, or his videos are FIFA. They're fun with his mates. They're, they're just, you know, fun, soft videos. They're not about not about educating they're not about that side of the world so i don't know i think i think no that's true i don't think he's a good role model at all i i no. watched i watched the first the first time this boxing happened with joe weller it was i watched it and it was actually quite enjoyable i was actually there was like, you were actually there yeah. you were filming something <laughs> we there, weren't seeing you, you yeah, on the yeah. screen. <laughs> we kept seeing you on tv we're like there's joshy yeah um but no it was really fun i didn't follow any of the lead up to it so i didn't know that at the time i didn't know that ksi was apparently mocking Joe Weller for his mental health issues and yes. stuff like that. Sure. So that kind of concerns me. And also, what was... I didn't... I've been, not been following oh, this one either. Definitely not okay then. But I've, I've not been following this one either, but apparently there's been some really... Well, this is the thing. is The Verge, in their interview with him, they were talking about how, although he has this big, like, manly appearance and he's doing this, like, oh, drama, drama, start, all that kind of stuff, they also said that behind the scenes, he's actually quite a nice, humble man yeah. who kind of, they think is being sort of forced into all this drama to market it. KSI or Logan Paul? Uh, KSI. I don't think there's any (laughs) doubt that Logan Paul loves a bit of drama. I I think there there is a a, a little bit. I mean, I've met JJ three times now. He's always extremely lovely um, and very polite, very nice. Um, He's been on Capital Radio. He's... I've filmed... uh, 
football stuff with him like he's 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 a really really nice guy like, sure. like I, he's never been problematic in that way I know he's had some problematic things happen in his career and stuff yes. like that but I do think everyone comes to YouTube at such a young age and most people aren't the person they want to be until their 40s, 50s and 60s so like I don't think you can hold people to perfection at such a young age so, uh, Logan Paul on the other hand I absolutely detest well I mean oh, that's yeah. why that's why he's not in the question I detest him like and I genuinely and this is really bad but I really wanted KSI to win like oh um, no me too oh, like, absolutely. A, a, absolutely absolutely like I just I, I don't understand his videos like I mean the guy what was that thing that happened with the tablets that people started eating oh the Tide Pod and so he started actively is this correct he actively promoted it in I one of his know. videos I'm not sure I'm not doing that. it as himself that. I don't know if he actively promoted it but he did it in a video or made jokes about it the guy walks into his kitchen picks up a bunch of plates and just smashes them like, I, I, I don't get his content. Maybe I'm just too old now. So going back to about him being a role model. Now, one thing that we can suggest here is because he doesn't have any responsibility, maybe the responsibility lies with YouTube, the platform, or it lies with the parents. Would you have a problem, Josh, if if YouTube stepped in here and said, well, JJ can carry on, sorry, JJ can carry on doing what he's doing, but we're going to actively push his content away from people who are young and susceptible? Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. I didn't have a problem with mm-hmm. the YouTube age filters and, and things like that that happened. I had a problem with them not telling creators um, I thought mm-hmm. that was really bad and I literally have a lot of friends who have been actively emailing YouTube going what is it about my content that means it's not showing up and them getting the most ridiculous replies back just nothing no no information nothing about it so I, I, I think what they're doing is right the way they're doing it always feels like they're trying to fix something in, in retrospect and they're scrambling to catch up and so they never quite do it right even though they try and that lack of ability or slow response Responses is essentially why we've got to the place we're in today, where the majority of YouTube is drama and arrogance and anger, like in this situation. And do you think do you think JJ's audience are young and suggestible? And do you think that that's so? Is that the parents' responsibility to stop them watching it? I mean, when I saw the audience that turned up to his fight with Joe Weller, they were quite young. They were, and that's quite the young. people who went to the event. And, like, there's the majority are watching on YouTube. Yeah, home, so on these tablets. are the people that are actually inspired enough and are, are uh, enough of a fan to physically go to and an have event. Enough money because the tickets for this were up to two hundred dollars. I was, I was reading way. stories um, about people who were like spending yeah. like, thousands of dollars to come from like Canada and America just to come see this fight in Manchester. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, get alive. <laughs> boxing fights go for a hell of a lot more than that. So I. I mean, okay, and it doesn't seem that. Yeah, but they're actually good at it. <laughs> on the flip side, yeah, but you know, for example, um, McGregor, you'd you'd prefer to go see a fight about him, and it's not because maybe he's good or bad at it; it's because he's now got a, a fandom and his own kind of, you know. So, Josh, viewership. my last question for you: the essential dis- divide here was: is this fight the greatest event in internet history, as KSI has claimed, or is it a celebration of toxic masculinity? The second one. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think there's been some amazing events. The guy that jumped from space, that was pretty cool. Yeah, well, I would say, I think we just educated Josh, although I think Josh came into this with already pretty much having the opinion he's leaving. (laughs) So we tried, we did all right, and you can let us know what you think in our polls on Twitter at Educating Josh. It's time to move on to the next story of the week. That is Lucy's story. Okay, my story comes from the Metro. Wonga on the verge of collapse after surge in compensation claims. Here are the three things that you need to know. Britain's biggest payday lender is on the brink of collapse following a surge of compensation claims in recent weeks. 
Wonga wrote off £220 million worth of debt belonging to its customers after admitting making loans to people who could not afford to repay them. Payday loan companies serve a purpose in that they help you out of some sticky situations fast. Getting the loan is pretty straightforward. You do an online application and can even get the money in your bank account the same day. Last year, the government put a cap on the daily interest rates companies could charge. However, these rates are still incredibly high. For instance, a £500 loan from Wonga would see you pay back £991 in six months' time. With the loans also affecting credit ratings, many argue that these financial services are only making the poorest poorer. So, my question for you is, are payday loan companies ethical? 20 seconds, Josh. Go. Yeah, of course they are. Why? What do you mean? I mean, <laughs> to be fair, like, they've written off to... Even though they admitted making loans to people who couldn't afford to repay them, they've admitted writing off the £220 million no, worth that of... was that was uh, legally enforced. Okay, good, great. Now they know what they've done. <laughs> yeah. Boo-boo over. Like, you know, some people need these services. That's what a payday loan... Um, I would say. <laughs> Guys, I've got something to tell you. <laughs> you, do you run one I, uh, job? I'm my, a representative of My Wonka. second day job is, no. Do you run, are you in 220 million pounds of debt? Luke, please don't rub it in. <laughs> it's a hard time for me. So I did a quick search for payday loans. The one that came up promoted on Google, um, you could earn, it said, you could borrow between 50 and 1,000 pounds in 10 minutes. 97% of people get accepted. Oh, my God. And they had a 1,255.66% APR. 1,200? I'm laughing because oh it's so God. bad. I mean, it's ridiculous, but they're offering a service. But like people, that, that number means nothing to people who don't have any understanding of, fi- of how my, finance works. My problem, well, educate yourself then. My, no, but you can't say that to someone in a really vulnerable situation. I absolutely can. <laughs> and and he will. Would. Have you not listened to Josh on this podcast, Lucy? Can and would. Are you new around here? My only thing that I would kind of go against myself on is kind of similar to what Luke was arguing last week with the homeless people, because even though I'm quite dismissive, I do listen sometimes, um, is that by these services existing, maybe we're not highlighting where people are suffering more, propping where government, up, yeah. we're propping up people that actually need more help from the government, are, is our spending going in the right places? So it kind of skews the facts a little bit, I think, which is unfortunate. I do believe, however, if they are going to lend to people that are doing their test, not passing what they need to be able to pass to say that legally, yes, this person can can repay this, absolutely they need to write off. I mean, this is their own problem. Like, they, they need to deal so with their So they're not own. ethical? They haven't been acting ethically, no. And they, they are continuing to not be But ethical. the idea of a payday loan is completely ethical because to say that it's not, you'd have to say that loans in themselves aren't ethical at all. Okay, I agree with you on this. I think that payday loan companies in their current state doing this are not ethical. Mm -hmm. However, some loans can be. But in general, they're really not. And there are much better alternatives, but no one knows about them. So I think it's it's education that needs to improve. I learned nothing about loans and interest and repayment at school. I don't know them now. What are are the better options? Um, Credit unions. Don't even know what that is. Ooh, cool. This brilliant. is wow. Education, education Josh. So there are lots <laughs> and of Luke and James. <laughs> so the government has lots of recommendations. All you have to do is type in payday loan alternatives, and they recommend borrowing off friends and family, which sometimes isn't recommended. Um, well, you can... it, it's definitely recommended. It's not possible. Sometimes. Well, I have yeah. interestingly, I have a very good friend of mine who used to have to use these all the time because of issues he had with lots of different things in his life, and he, I ended up just going to him. Look, just borrow off me I will be your payday loan company and I now I now lend him money all the time so he doesn't have to go to, get oh, a Wonga and what APR do you charge? 
absolutely nothing because you are ethical and yeah. they are not well, that's, that's no, no, not no, no, no. That's, that's charging silly. API is, <laughs> is charging interest on lending money is completely ethical and these services yeah, sometimes allow people well I mean no yes so credit unions they offer small loans to people in, in, in need and they charge a very low I think they're capped at something like 40 something percent APR okay. in the UK which is, is fine a very specific example of for, ex- for someone whose boiler's broken that needs £300 that day to fix a boiler and these services aren't available that quickly. These, these payday loans, they, they exist. The, st- the thing they are promoting is 10 minutes. You get it. Some people need that because they don't want their kids to be cold when they get home from school. No, but, but there but, are ways. But they're two, three weeks before payday. They're, do you know what I mean? So I think actually the idea behind it is ethical. Humans are involved, so obviously there's unethical ways of promoting themselves and they do unethical things. But um, I think the idea of it is is completely ethical. I do get a little bit disgusted when I see the amount of APR they charge, but when it's a month turnaround, is that what it has to be to make money? Is that why? Is that actually fair if you look at it from a different point of view? Well, this is the thing as well that you were saying. So I, th- I think what you're saying here, Josh, is I do find the the one thousand two hundred fifty five percent figure of APR a little bit. Um, oh, the random one that we tried on well that. it's a little bit misleading purely because they are called a payday loan company you are meant to only borrow it until your payday, payday and yeah. then you bought, you're meant to pay it back so it shouldn't really get to 1,002 even even the six month figure yeah and I'm not quite sure it does work like that you're not actually paying 1,255% for example in the example you gave over six months it less than doubled that's a, di- that's a different APR though yeah. Lucy's obviously found a very extreme example it was the yeah. first one I found wow which is relevant because that's the one that you'd click on so I completely agree and it was but promoted. I don't think APR works quite like that it's not 1,255% of the whole that you borrowed it's over a certain it's so it's quite who here fully understands how I APR don't. works well uh, this no. is a problem yes, so I don't either 100% we, don't understand it I think people need to yeah um, so I think you'd end up paying something similar back I mean to be fair if you're in need of a £500 loan quickly until payday because that's the idea behind it is that it's until you get paid that's maybe a one to four week loan which isn't six months like the example given here so for a start that feels quite um, quite that feels like quite a headline grabbing stat like paragraph like a loan from five, for £500 from longer will see you pay back £991 in six months time yeah but it's six months time this is meant to be a three week solution see so. the issue I have with it is most people will have a credit card and will be able to rely on the credit card uh, borrowing credit However, it's the people who are really vulnerable that have bad credit scores. They don't have any sort of credit rating or really, Mm -hmm. really bad credit rating. Mm -hmm. And they can't access credit cards. So they use payday loans as their only alternative instead. That's why they're picking on the vulnerable because it's people that can't access them. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. 
Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Like, I don't understand what's not moral about it because, yes, that is a someone that just because someone is not vulnerable i mean who why if they're in that situation it's a service that is there to get them out of it but there should be some sort of government regulated service to help them 100 million billion trillion percent i completely agree with that but this is a company this is a for-profit company that isn't trying to hide that if they were going um hey we're robin hood we're a government service we're here to all we do is support we we don't make money we don't want to make money no i mean if, if you're going into that thinking oh they're here to help me no they're not they're here to make money they have they they can lend it so they want to make interest on it that's any bank or any credit all right well you can let us know what you think over on twitter and our polls at educating josh it's time for the last story of the week that is my story Josh, my story comes from the Evening Standard, and it is that Met Police urged to ramp up stop and search to tackle London gang violence. Here are the three things you need to know. The Centre for Social Justice has called for a zero-tolerance approach to curb a toxic cycle of serious violence and ramp up stop and search in the capital, similar to a model used in Glasgow and Cincinnati. Labour MP Diane Abbott has long been vocal in her opposition to stop and search powers. In April, the Shadow Home Secretary said it will not solve London's violent crime problem, but would instead further poison relations between police and local communities, hampering efforts to gather intelligence and solve major crimes. Instead, she has called for a public health approach where police work with schools, hospitals, mental health services and local authorities to end London's violent crime wave. However, after the news that Scotland Yard has launched over 100 murder investigations this year in London alone, support for stop and search is increasing. More than three quarters of those asked supported police using stop and search, while 70% backed the idea of police using these powers even where there is no reasonable suspicion of criminality. My question for you, Josh, is, is stop and search an acceptable use of police force? 20 seconds, Josh, go. I'm quite confused about this one, guys, because I have quite an inbuilt... You know, one of my defaults is that I don't like suppression. You don't like authority or big, big powers. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I really don't. I don't like, yeah, suppression of freedom of speech or obligatory anything that doesn't kind of isn't one of the big things. Murder, da, 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 things like that. Like sure. I, And this kind of really irks me on that side of things. But also, I'm kind of, uh, I'm kind of there going, well, if you've got anything to hide it doesn't if you haven't got anything to hide it doesn't matter which kind of aligns with my views on using a mobile phone and people you know having access to your data so like I don't know on this one it's really (laughs) hard I don't have a strong enough opinion on it like I completely want to say it's disgusting people should not have you know these police aren't god they don't they can't for no reason stop anyone but I also want to say that the crime in London at the moment is disgusting and people are dying. And it's what I can't think of an alternative at the moment. All right. Well, it looks like we have a pretty good chance of educating Josh on this one as yeah. he has no idea. James and Lucy, what do you think? This one's a tough one. Please educate me as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I've had the... I'm quite privileged. I've never been stopped and searched, so I don't know what it feels like. No, neither. I'm um, the same. And I can't imagine what it must feel like 
to be stopped when you've done nothing wrong just because of the way you look. Well, so, they would argue that that's not what they're doing. All right. It does obviously leave the door open to... Um, well, black people were eight times more likely. Sure, sure, sure. Yes, definitely. So it does leave, leave open more um, likelihood of prejudice. But they would say it's not to do with the way you look. Just for legal reasons. How much, do we trust our, how much do we trust our police force? Like, they're quite good, aren't they? I'm quite proud of our, well, our police. I had a friend once who turned to me and said, the fact that you trust the police is how I know that you're middle class and privileged which I would th- I would um, I, maybe that's true but I would hope that we do trust the police like when you think of the, meant to be the police good. the policing in America the police force in America do you trust them no oh, no. no absolutely not so I think I think maybe it depends where you are a little bit I to an extent but I'm very aware that they are just people and, and they can make mistakes and they will have built in prejudices yeah so. are we all very middle class right now in this conversation yeah, like I can imagine in terms of retching. the trust of the police <laughs> I, I think that might be a big possibility um, but, well, but I, Josh I would argue that your your view of your sort of um, opposition to authority is actually not a privileged point of view and it's actually I think I, I see that as an interesting point of view from you well I don't I don't come from a monetary I don't come from a position of privilege in terms of money or mm. upbringing or anything like that. I, mean, we come from, I come from a very poor upbringing. Um, I kind of come from a position of privilege in that, you know, I'm white and, and for other reasons. So I, you know, I haven't ever been, had that much trouble with the police. Um, I, I guess this is why I'm struggling with this is because I, I kind of, I don't think any, I don't know if anybody should just be able to go, right, you, I want to see what's in your pocket right now. That for me sure. is taking away a fundamental right. Yeah. But what if you are carrying a knife or some, or a weapon? That's yeah. The, that's the issue. And so it was Notting Hill Carnival at the weekend and a lot of knives and weapons were seized. 373 arrests. Wow. Are there any official, like, and I only know that prerequisites because- for being stopped and searched yes they have to have justified means okay like a reasonable suspicion of something so they saw them smoking something that looked like this or they saw something shiny go into their pocket or that's not verbatim by the way (laughs) that is my understanding that's what it it. says on the website (laughs) yeah yeah Um, well that sounds more or less fair isn't that protecting the public well but that but this is no because actually i think what that does do is promote prejudice 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 because they're still unfortunately the way that person has been raised is with stereotypes unfortunately the stats about black people being more akin to crime that do exist because of the the way they're brought because of the poverty line and things like that um they do exist so they're being taken into account and that's going to change slowly hopefully as as things go on but so actually by saying that anyone can be searched does will that make it worse will that make it better in terms of or will it- I then don't understand how they're going to quote ramp up stop and search if they're if they have to have you know reasonable suspicion. Maybe they're just going to lower the bar. Maybe they're just going to go like, into Hampstead, stop and search or- a load of white posh people, and then just get the statistics <laughs> on their side. I don't know. I'm really. I think it's what Diane Abbott said about poisoning relationships between police and local communities further. Like, there's already so much tension there. Is it going to make it worse? Mm. And, and also, how do you avoid that? The, the other issue is, is that a lot of the time you're carrying a knife, it's not because you want to attack someone. It's because everyone else has knives and you're trying to defend yourself. Yeah. And while that's obviously still illegal, you can be a perfectly upstanding, well-meaning citizen, <laughs> well-meaning knife carrier. Yourself. I mean, you're right? not allowed to carry a knife. You aren't allowed to carry a knife. But if other people are carrying a knife illegally, then you might be 
be inclined to do that too now the other thing this this does we've been very sort of pro this so far but i actually while i've said i would be fine being stopped and searched i actually don't think this is okay and that's because we have a very very basic thing within our law which is you are innocent until you're proven guilty and this is basically saying that you're guilty until proven innocent you're walking in the street you're minding your own business walking around shops and someone goes you're guilty. I'm going to check yeah, if you're well, innocent. That's the part that, you know, is is going, you know, your God-given rights or whatever you want to call them, which I... And I think it's such are a... Are proposing that? Well, is that what they're proposing? They're proposing that they just, they can stop and search somebody without any reasonable suspicion. Therefore, they are assuming you're guilty until they've checked and found that you're innocent and then you can carry on walking. And I, for me, that is such a basic thing about our legal system, which is which took a lot of work to fight for over the years, because there's a lot of countries still where you're guilty until proven innocent. That I mean, you're still innocent. You're still innocent. You're still not no, going to prison. The assumption of innocence. No, they're checking. Like, can well, we no, because they are—they're assuming you're guilty because they're searching they're not, you. They're not assuming. Well, they are because if they assumed you were innocent, they no, wouldn't no, no, check no, no, you. No, 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 no. They're assuming you're guilty currently. Yes, exactly. No, yes, but if it came into play that they could ra- do it whenever they wanted to, and they could just go, "Oh, we'd like to check you." They're not saying you're guilty. They're just going, no, "Hey, we're doing a random they, stop they check." Are, you, there is a very basic right that citizens have to just get on with their lives unencumbered by the government, yes, but unless they're not assuming suspicion. guilt. I, they are assuming guilt if they because ser- if they assumed you're innocent, they're not going to search you. Um, I don't know. If, okay, well, I assume you don't have my money, but I, I want to search you anyway. I'm assuming you have my money. <laughs> No. Yes. Well, no, I don't. Am. No, I don't agree. Not, that's that's between me and you. I'm not. I'm talking about. Uh, not Give to, me back my money, John. They're asking for the right to search without having made an assumption. Currently, yeah. they're only allowed if, to search if you when get, they've assumed. If you get taken to court, it's because you're assumed to be guilty, and then but no, they, they treat but you by, as if you're by innocent. searching. They are assuming everyone is guilt, possibly guilty. Yes. All right. Well, you can let us know what you think over on Twitter and our polls at Educating Josh. It is time for the quick fire round. Josh, a fed-up commuter has got Southern Rail R shit tattooed onto his body. Is it time to renationalize the rail service? Absolutely. Woo! Oh my god, what a fucking legend. I love him. Ugh, private rail services. Screw you, Richard Branson. People have become so fed up with a local pothole that they have grown tomatoes in it. Is it okay to publicly deface property to force the council's attention? Yes, you've already paid taxes. Sort it out. <laughs> okay. The flow of Danish sperm into the UK could be slowed by a no-deal Brexit. I love the flow of Danish sperm. That is awful. That's a Saturday night. Now, my question for you, Josh, is after so many unforeseen consequences surrounding Brexit, should we try and delay everything until it's sorted out, especially the Danish sperm? Sperm. Is that your opinion? Sperm. Your opinion is sperm. sperm. What, what sperm? What? what, you, what? I'm assuming it's not the sperm I'm yes, thinking no, of. no, sperm. Sperm. What are we doing with Danish sperm? We, we, we IVF treatment. Oh, oh, Danish oh, wow. babies. I had no idea what, where this story came from. There's a demand for it. There's a demand for Danish sperm. And it would be slowed down? Yes, because it's harder to make do the trading if we do, we're not in Brexit. It's what? It's harder to trade. It's, it's harder to do the it's trade. Josh, harder. you know what I'm saying! <laughs> All right, well, we'll move on from that story. And the good news story of the week, Josh, a daredevil surfer has conquered the notorious wedge surfing move on a giant air mattress. Now, we don't have a question for that. I just thought it was cool. All right, <laughs> any opinions on that? I can do cooler things on an air mattress. Can you? Oh, oh. no, John. Hey, I'm, in, I'm in backflips, guys. Uh, thank you so wedge. much for listening to this week's episode of Educating Josh, in which we did no education, but it was a lot of fun. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at Educating Josh, where there'll be polls and content from each of today's topics, and we'd love to hear your thoughts. We also want you to send in more questions for next week's quick fire round. 
please go subscribe and most importantly leave a review over on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice this has been Educating Josh a Studio 71 production we'll see you next week for another episode of Educating Josh bye bye a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.